You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Devious Maids After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Devious Maids After Show. There, on cue. <laughs> we got some awesome dancers in the yeah. studio. Hey guys, what's up? It's Layla, and I am here with your Devious Maids after show season two, season finale. Look back in anger, and this is part two of our uh, recap here. We have another special guest in the studio. We have so Mr. Lucky. Mark Declan. Hello. Say hello. Following my pal Eddie Ganim, who was, yes. it just walked out the door. It's great to see her again. Yeah, it was a little uh, Devious Maids reunion going on today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great to be here. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming. And also joining me are my two awesome co-hosts. Hi, guys. Candy Bonostro. Francesca. So, guys, let's get into some some of the yeah. dirt. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this episode was I mean your story in this episode was probably like the largest part. Yeah, well, it, it, besides Rosie's wedding, but well, that, that was certainly logistically the biggest part was was her wedding. But right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my because my storyline. I mean, they, they 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 could have either wrapped up my whole storyline in the finale, which they did, mm-hmm. um, or they could have stretched it and said, "Let's not tell people what Nick did until next year," um, which would have been fine too. But yeah, we we had a lot to squeeze. We in. would have been like, "Oh, I know." Candace yeah. over here predicted what you did like yeah, second pretty, episode. Yeah. And it she, was nuts. That it, she was, it did. Because, was it something about me? Right did you on. Look at, look at no. the dancing. I know what he does for a hobby. (laughs) Runs over children. (laughs) No, um, yeah, so, yeah, they could have stretched it out, you're right, but... um, Yeah, mm -hmm. which would have been fun, because I I, I love uh, 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 Tom Irwin and and Rebecca Wasaki. Not just as actors, but as people, and we we hang out, and so it would have been really fun to have more, like, Mm -hmm. if we could have milked that out a little more and had more yummy scenes with Mm -hmm. them, but there it is. Well, Have you been to Tom Irwin's barbecues, his famous barbecues, when uh, Rebecca was off. telling us about uh, Yeah, it, it's very famous. Uh, I couldn't go. I had a family thing. But, uh, but yes, I was invited, and I was I was sad. Even though I had fun with my kids, I was sad not to be there because uh, I'm sure it was great. Tom Tom is a great guy to party with. <laughs> we, we, like we've gotten stupid, stupid drunk together. Like, really, nice. like really dumb. Like, he and I closed the bar, and the next day we were like, what the hell were we thinking? Where's my credit card and ID? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Was this in Atlanta? when you guys were filming? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're, you're away from home. No, we, we actually, uh, Ana Ortiz and, and Rebecca and Tom and I went out and we, were, we went out to talk about a script mm-hmm. uh, and, and stuff, we, you know, things we wanted to work through with it and uh, we just got more and more into it. <laughs> you know, we kept ordering oysters and food and wine and scotch and next thing you know oh, we were, man. We, next thing you know we were all just stupid and regretful I'm sure it was a great time yeah it was a great sounds time. like a great time it was so. a great time I know it was a time. <laughs> um, yeah your storyline was actually one of the larger storylines I feel like in the whole season um, true just great yeah, I mean, I mean, they definitely. I mean, the the, the Nicholas story was was the, was you know, I think every year the formula is you have a sort of central mystery, mm-hmm. and then you have these other you know other stories, mm-hmm. and I, 
I don't want to say like as if they're less than. It's not like that. But you know, it's the sort of spine of the season. So that that's mm-hmm. what that's what my story was. It was you know, who was this guy? What did he do? Oh, that's what he did. Bye bye. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know, you seem so charming in the beginning, and then I mean, you still seem charming throughout. But <laughs> now. but now it's just like God. Um, but I was say, like, how was it coming on to the show with an already like established like cast? They were, like everyone knew each other, got along. Yeah, um, de- definitely they already have a vibe. But um, and it's always weird when you come into a new kid. You're like the new kid in school, mm-hmm. right? So you mm-hmm. have to you have to sort of figure out where you fit in, and the, you know, there's a little bit of that like, okay, what's what's the new guy bring to the table? Um, but you know, what? everybody was great. I felt very welcome all the whole time I was there, and. Um, and uh, I didn't even know what my storyline was. I literally just knew I was Marisol's new guy, and uh, and I was a millionaire, and there was some dark secret in my past. That's what I knew. Hmm. And then we were shooting, I think, episode two when I found out the whole backstory. Yeah. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? How am I supposed to act that? What? I get hit by a car. Right. Well, no, I didn't even know that. I mean, oh. that, I didn't find that out until, like, because I'm, I'm talking about the backstory, what, oh. you know, the, yeah, the yeah. awful thing that Nick right. did. But, um, no, the accident, that was, yeah, that was that was fun. That was actually one of my favorite scenes to shoot. You and the painkillers, I mean, that was hilarious. Yes. Thanks. I had to, I had to throw back to my high school like, <laughs> drug days. How was the audition process in the beginning when you first initially casting? Um, mostly pleasant. Um, I knew, I had worked on Desperate Housewives, yes. so I knew Mark, I knew Eva. Um, uh, I didn't know David Warren, who's the producer, but we had a lot of friends in common from New York, so uh, I knew Scott, uh, the, the, the casting director, and so we, uh, it, it was very pleasant. It didn't feel like I have to come in and, and prove who I am or that I'm worthy, but um, but Mark definitely, Mark's very hands-on, and he definitely put me through the paces, and he's, you know, he had me play it in actually strange ways that never came into play, but I think he wanted to see what my range was. So, you know, we we did everything from very charming to very creepy and everything in between. Yeah, that's what Eddie was saying, that he would give her direction, she'd be like, oh, I don't know how I feel, but then she'd see it and be like, wow, that was actually really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I found that several times, and and there was stuff like I said that I used in the audition that you know he 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 said do it this way, and I thought oh that's how Mark wants it to be, mm. and then once we started shooting, you know I, I had a talk with with David Warren who was the it was the showrunner, and he said well, no it doesn't mean it has to be that way. He just wanted to know that you he just wanted to see that you could do it that way if needed, right? Um, but don't feel committed to that choice. So you know we get to play a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad you weren't you weren't really that creepy because Ty. Definitely took the he creepy stole your thunder on that one. He, he stole did. the creepy thunder. Yeah. He, he and Opal both, and you know what's funny is, <laughs> is Joe Adler who plays Opal and and uh, Gideon Glick who plays Ty are, are two of the sweetest people you'll ever meet. Uh, not creepy at all. I'm so glad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad. Yeah. No, they were both actually cast and crew favorites. They're 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 lovely people. So phenomenal creepy acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> an amazing job. Um, and then you find out the whole. I liked how you found out the whole actual story with Opal and. Dahlia and just how everything played out. Um, I, I liked how that was done. Well, you know, that, that's a real, that is definitely a real Mark Cherry device, the, yeah, the flashback yeah, yeah. like that. But yeah, yeah it was, I mean, those damn flashbacks. We, I mean, every, <laughs> you know, I, I we, you know, the, the, the goatee, for, like, I made this choice and we were like, what can we do that would be very 1990? <laughs> and, and, and I thought back and I was like, well, in 1999, I had a goatee. And Eva was like, that's it. So then I was committed to the damn thing. So then I was like, sometimes sometimes I could grow it, but then there were other times we just shot a scene where I was clean shaven, so we had to put on a fake one. Oh, Oh, man. And the technique, the makeup artist. I mean, she's great. Leanne Yandel Perry, hats off to her. She literally would have me hold the end of a battery terminal. And then she would... uh, 
charge the, the, the hair follicles <laughs> electronically. What? And so when she would put the spirit gum on, then she would dump them on my face. So it's really cool, actually, because then they would stand up straight. Like real hair. So, so instead of looking like matted down, glued on hair, it actually looked like it was growing out of my face. It's, my I, mind is it's a brilliant cool. technique. Like I know. Extensions for men. I know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Face yeah. extensions. I would braid them. It was. Yeah. <laughs> <I would> bra- <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah the make- makeup. The makeup teams can just do crazy things. Oh man! I mean, you know, you, well, you saw me after the car hit. I mean, that was yeah. I mean, it was it was it was really cool. Going like, okay, is this an abrasion? Is it an incision? Is it you know? It was really fun. You got beat up a lot this season. Yeah, yeah, I think I had to. It's was, it was the only way we can ever possibly consider forgiving Nick is we can at least look back and say, well, he, he did suffer a lot. He took and, a lot of hits. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like, appropriate. By cars, yeah. by yeah. The knife slash, the, yeah. Yeah. the slap, right. You know, right. You know we're, I was just saying, the dagger, like, so obvious. Like, give Adrian a dagger, come on. <laughs> you know but, what's going to happen. Yeah. It was so him, though, too. He was like, "Oh, this is exquisite," or whatever he yeah. said. Yes, that was so him. Yeah, but yeah, there's a lot of. I mean, there's always such great one-liners in the, all the episodes, oh, yeah. but there were so many great ones in this episode. Um, just with, um, well, with Carmen. Yeah. Oh, she's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> well, you know what's cool about like Carmen and well, actually, so many of the characters, especially the ones from last year, they're mm-hmm. so well defined mm-hmm. now. I mean, mm-hmm. I think for those of us, the, the new cast members, we were we were we had to figure out who we were exactly. and, and define it. But but for the returning characters, Mark knows really how to write for them now. Mm-hmm. Like you really like you know what their rhythm is. Mm-hmm. You know you know Rebecca Wasaki's one liners. You know you know how they yeah. land. Mm-hmm. And then Carmen's. You know, it, it, she's doing a, a very different sort of comedy, but they but they complement one another. And, Definitely, and, you know, the, the the writing really caters to that. Definitely, that's all we've talked about all seasons. Just how great the writing is. It's amazing, and it's relatable too. We were talking with Eddie about it. It's like everybody has a friend that you know that's a muddy soul or like a Carmen, and it's like people you know can relate and talk about. Yeah, it, so. definitely. I think that's why the show's doing well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, everyone's loving it. Everyone's tweeting along with you guys, which is. Great. I know. Yeah, I fun. love that. You guys, of uh, a lot of the shows that I watch, you guys live tweet like the most. It, that might be. It, it's uh, you know. It's. I've never on other shows. I've been. I, I only joined Twitter a couple years ago, but uh, I was doing another show, uh, GCB. That I. I, mm. I would interact with the fans, and they were great. They were a great fan base. But I didn't live tweet. This is the first time I've done that, and it's mm-hmm. so much fun. It's fun. Yeah. It, it's a great way. It's a great way as the actors. It's a great way to watch yourself because then you're not. You're not so busy being a stupid actor and analyzing yourself like, oh, I hate my film, I never work again. Instead, because you're too busy, like, being an audience member and interacting and like, oh, yeah, I did do that. Yeah, I just got hit by a car. (laughs) Hashtag ouch. So it's it's fun. A little emoji, sad face. (laughs) Well, you just mentioned um, GCB, Mm -hmm. right? I was watching some, like, clips of it your accent how fun was that to always have like this like little southern draw oh, it was like, great man you know what talking about? it was great yeah I, I loved it it was it was that was one of the fun things I, I, I as an actor i enjoy hiding behind an accent it's fun or prosthetic faces or anything like that so yeah i, I loved it and i enjoy um i i liked working in texas and and i, I like texans make me laugh and i and i mean that as a compliment um they're, they're such sort of caricatures of themselves yeah and um and uh, and I had a great time working there, and uh, yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed having that accent. What other accents can you do? Uh, I can do a lot, um, almost any English based any anything that was formerly in the British Empire. Or <laughs> you, I say you do the rest of the interview in an accent. Wow! Which, all right, which which accent? <laughs> Pick one, guys. Candace. 
Or at least the next question. All right, I'll do Irish for now. <laughs> and we'll move on from there. <laughs> As an actor, what we always ask, what advice do you give to people listening to the show or watching you that want to get into this crazy business? What advice, what is the key piece of advice you can give? Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no. uh, Run. <laughs> well, I'm thinking about, no, no, I'm thinking about going Scottish. Um, it's really annoying, isn't it? <laughs> I'm going to stop the accent. That's so. That's so such an annoying actor thing to. Hi, I'm doing dialect. Um, it was awesome though. So, uh, uh, what if I? You know, it, it, it's a hard business. Um, it, it's a really, really hard business. Every cliche is true. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the good and the bad. And uh, if you know, someone once said about enlightenment: if you don't need it the way a man whose hair is on fire needs a pond, then don't seek it. And I kind of mm-hmm. feel that way about this profession. I mean, mm-hmm. if there's something else you can do that fulfills you, that makes you happy, my recommendation is do that. <laughs> I, I actually, uh, myself and every actor I know, um, we, we all have exit strategies. I, we all have fire escapes. I, every year I have this conversation where I'm like, I want out. What else can I do? Uh, maybe I'm going to open a wine. Maybe I'll become a farmer. You know, like I really, I literally ha- like every year I, I want to leave the business. But What else uh, would you do? Uh, well, you know, my wife asked me one time, she, she said, well, you know, what else, what else turns you on? Like, what, what are the creative activity does mm-hmm. that for you? And I, I mean, I love, love, uh, working in my garden with my daughter. I mean, I, I can't describe how much I love it. And like, I li- I have this little fantasy of being a farmer. And I know it's stupid. I'm not getting to, <laughs> it's a much harder life than being an actor, but, um, but, uh, and economically and everything, it'd be a bigger gamble. But, mm-hmm. um, but I, I, I love that. I love working in the earth and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, otherwise, I don't know. I could go back to teaching. Who knows? That's right. I read that you used to teach I English. Did. Right? I did. Yeah, I taught history for a little bit and then English, and uh, yeah, and I, I I wouldn't mind teaching history again. But some it, whatever I would do would be something nerdy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so did you, was that a coincidence that Nick, as a character, they met at a bookstore? Um, yeah, I don't know if it was a coincidence. <laughs> um, I, I guess it was a coincidence because Mark wrote the role. They they conceived the role before they cast me. Mm. So. Um, you know, there's part of me that thinks that I think there were some some confluences where where they they infused parts of me into the role, and, or mm-hmm. I did that. But I think that was one that already existed mm-hmm. because you know, Marisol is a she's an, she's an author, and she was a professor. She's a professor, That's right. so I think it made sense for her to to meet a guy who would be able to to banter with her. You mm-hmm. know, and we would sometimes we. Uh, it, it, like there was there was one episode. It was the one with Kim where I was jealous and we had I was going to chop off his oh. hand. And, and, uh, and there was a, a line where I say to her, you know, in vino veritas. And, and then and then and then the, as written, I, I translated for her. Like you know, I literally said, in wine there's truth. And and Anna and I both were like, no 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 no. <laughs> Marisol does not need the translation. <laughs> That's right. She doesn't. Yeah, she, she's a prof- she's a smart cookie. So. um so yeah, I, I think I think the bookstore was was coincidence, but yeah, that's that, that it actually is that probably is a place where I would have met someone. Yeah, I always wondered. I was like, I know he's into English and all that stuff too. So I was like, hmm. Yeah, no, there were definitely some. I mean, without question, I mean, our circumstances are very different, but I think I definitely put some of my own personality into the character. I, I, I like to do that when I can. What do you see happening for Nick next season? That's what do a, you think? Like, what could you predict? Like, that's a really good question. I don't know. Um, I, you know, I, for, for the longest time, I wanted him to be redeemed. Um, it started out. I, I thought I didn't. It wasn't that I wanted him to be. You know, I want to be liked by everybody. I, I don't mind playing playing the bad guy, but I thought he's got to. We've got to see what Marisol sees in him. Mm-hmm. He can't just mm-hmm. be a creepy. You know, mm-hmm. a, a, yeah. I swear. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just, yeah. Okay. So he can't just be an asshole. You know, like he's, <laughs> we've got to get some glimpse of like, right. you know, what does she see in him? Because if we don't, then she's a fool and we disconnect mm-hmm. from her. So mainly as a service to her, I wanted to find what was real about their relationship. And, mm-hmm. and, and in the process, because for me as a parent, it's hard for me to forgive a hit and run driver of a yeah. kid. I mean, that's pretty unforgivable. Mm-hmm. Um, but weirdly, as the season went on, I grew to like Nick. I grew to become a little more proprietary mm-hmm. about him, and 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 I wanted to find a certain integrity in him and a sort of a, a journey of a guy who wants to redeem himself. Right. He's just going about well, it the wrong way. Yeah, I mean, because like it, there are parts where you you feel really bad for Nick. Like, yeah, you he's know, not a malicious and, guy. No, he didn't like intentionally. I think, and I, and you know what he did ate him up inside for many many years, and the fact that his wife got you know, thrown off the bridge and right in front of him and he he couldn't say anything because Opal had dirt on you yeah. and I mean what an awful place for anyone to be. Awful. And that's what <laughs> and that's what I had to connect to is was was that but of course you can't just play that either. You have to he's trying to find happiness. Yeah. And and move on and, and move on. But it, you, mm-hmm. you you can't. You can't you know you can't escape from your past like that. But uh yeah, but he was you know like like the line when I said to Marisol, I'm not a murderer. I really, really put the truth into that of like I'm not. Yeah. I'm a killer. But I'm not a murderer. I didn't like. There's I didn't, a I didn't, there, And there's like I didn't murder a child. Yeah. You know what I mean? You intentionally I, got. I, 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 I didn't want it to happen. It just it, you know. But obviously, you know, not turning yourself in, not stopping, not stopping, and not turning yourself in is not the right choice to make. No, and the um, powers of all people to. Yeah, those sweethearts, those yeah. those kind. Yeah. No, that's what I was just like. Right. It's no, it's I think the, you were like, of all no, people, the like, if the police don't get you, yeah. I mean, the, the police oh. are, are nothing compared to what they would do yeah. to you. Well, that's why, you know, in the finale, it was a real twist to have them not kill me because I, yeah. it's so I obvious. Thought, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. I and I think. It was, that was such a. Like, great scene. Was great I was scene. just watching such it, like. Well and for Thank Evelyn you. to be. She said. Uh, what did you ask if she could for, if she could ever forgive you? I, well, I, did, I basically just said I'm just so sorry. Like yeah. I literally was like, for what it's worth, I'm so sorry. Yeah, she, she said, said after all these years, it's worth nothing. Yeah. Now. And what broke my heart was like you you find out how close you were with them. Yeah. Like you took yeah. family vacations and were oh, best yeah. friends, dinner parties, and then yeah, the history I mean, unraveled. And it was you know, and you see Evelyn, you know, they're like giving you like the benefit of the doubt. Like you didn't know how to deal with their son. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that killed like, me when we were acting that part, and they're playing all you know, the typical Powells, like yeah. like oh we you know, and, and lighthearted. And I just I felt like shit. I was like, oh no, you didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> Trust me, I killed your son. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you could see like when I was watching that scene, I, I actually tweeted said you guys did an amazing job. But you, you could actually see you kind of. Um, I noticed like you were kind of like shrinking down, like mm-hmm. like kind of just wanted to like hide or just crawl in. A yeah, little not hide so much, but just like. Yeah. Oh, well, he. I mean, Nick would rather be anywhere mm-hmm. but there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, anywhere. He'd rather just go straight to jail. Yeah, he'd rather you know it. anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was interesting. I, I don't usually approach scenes in a method sort of way, but that was one where I literally I spent the day in this sort of dark, mm-hmm. sad place, right. you know. And 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 you know that that's another that can be another annoying actor thing. But that that <laughs> scene required it needed that that weight. It, we I, and we all felt it. Well, all, we it was it was one of those days where we were like, yeah. I hope there are no visitors to set because it's not a happy place today. No. Um, but yeah. it was cool. We, we, we I think we were all pleased with the with the outcome. Yeah, it turned out great. Yeah, so, that's thank you. Probably one of the most intense scenes the whole season. Yeah. Thank you. you see the the Powell's 
being like human, it, human made them human, you know? Yeah. And I think that's going to totally bring them together. And I think that was just the pain that was eating away at their marriage for so many years. And yeah, well, yeah, my fear for them is I hope that doesn't undermine, you know, I think what part of the juice of their marriage is that conflict. So, you know, I hope that doesn't get lost. I, I mean, it won't in the hands of those two actors, but you yeah, know what right. I'm saying? Exactly. But, yeah. I know. Cause at the end they're embracing each other and both like, I've, I've, oh, uh, Adrian says this whole time I've been blaming you to mm-hmm. Evelyn. I'm so sorry. And then she says, she's sorry too. It's like, Oh my it's god. A yeah. No. Yeah. But yeah, but you don't want that you don't want it to have a finality to it because you still want them to have a, a future as as the, the the bitchy, you know, couple that they are, which is so which much is fun. So fun. There is yeah. back and forth. But but to sorry that was my long winded answer to your question, Ken. <laughs> so what do I see for Nick? I, I don't know. I mean, at the very least, I, I don't even know if, if Nick is coming back next year. That's all up in the air. Um, but but my feel, I'd like to think that in that moment he. And I, I tweeted this. I, 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 I think for the first time in 15 years, he's a human being again. Yeah. Um, and, mm-hmm. and yes, he's going to go to jail. He's going he's gonna to pay. And he's going to suffer. And, and he has to. But I'd like to think that he kind of got a piece of his soul back. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can actually, maybe he can find some kind of redemption yeah. in prison. I don't know. Or there's like closure a little bit, you know, yeah. for him. Like Now, will, will, he, will he and Marisol get back together again? You know, some people say, yes, they should. Some people say, absolutely not. I don't know. But, but he, I think he will probably be a better person for it. For whatever that's worth. Do you think Nick was mad at Marisol? Because we never really saw any of that. It was just kind of like, you need to tell me and we're going to go to the police. You know? I, I think he was mad at her earlier. I think there were scenes, earlier earlier episodes mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. we were in conflict. Where I was, you know, where I kept right. saying, why can't you just let this go? Why yeah. can't we just be happy and forget that that happened? But then we got to this place of like, this melancholy place in episode 12, in the last episode, mm-hmm. where it was just this sort of sadness of like, this really could have been wonderful, and you're not going to let it work, are you? Okay, and it was it was it was a very sad thing, and then so I think Nick knew where it was headed, and I think some part of him was grateful to her. She was the catalyst for right. his redemption, and I think he's some weird part of him is like, thank you for saving yeah. my soul. Yeah, it's true. I mean, Opal, what happened to her was awful, but you know, she was is out of your life, and yeah, maybe Ethan, Ethan will come back next season. He's on the run. Yeah, he's, he, could, he certainly could come back. You guys could be on the run together. Colin's maybe. a good... Hey, hold hands and drive over the Grand Canyon. Thelma and Louisa. Yeah, exactly. Um, Colin's a great, great kid. Really wonderful actor. I, I, you know, Whether he comes back or moves on to another project, you're, you're going to see big things from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we found out. Uh, Eddie was telling us that he just auditioned for the role. He's in college. And, yeah, no, he yeah. just he just graduated. As oh, we were shooting, he flew back to, awesome. to you know oh, walk with the cap and gown. It was very cool. Yeah, he's a great kid. And it's probably very condescending for me to call him a kid, except that I am like three times his age. So, no. When you were shooting in Atlanta, did you take your family, your wife, and your kids, or did they stay? They they stayed here. I mean, my my kids are little. Uh, my my son's one and a half, and my daughter's four and a half. Oh. So so we weren't. I didn't just want to uproot the family and go right. down. So I just you know, and our it's really the show is more. It's the maids. It's the women. It's their show, really. Yeah. So for the guys, the shooting schedule is very civilized. Mm-hmm. So I was home almost every week. I never went longer than a week without seeing them, and so it was just a lot of back and. Forth, which was, you know, it was fine. And, uh, you know, and I missed them when I was away. But, and they came to visit me for, for a few weeks mm-hmm. and uh, it, it, it worked out. It was good. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, are you, what are you, are you working on anything 
coming up? Or? Um, I, I've got a little little indie sci-fi film that I've been working on that I, I don't know what's nice. going on as far as the release or whatever. It's a really cool little script. I, I, I believe in it. Um, I, I like it a lot. Um, I, I don't know how much I'm supposed to say about it yet because okay. I mean, I, just because I think the director is not, I'm not trying to be cagey or anything. I just, I think they haven't started doing any press releases or anything yet. So I'm just, I'm going to honor that, but, but it's cool. Uh, in fact, I was going to, uh, sometime this week I'm going to tweet a little, a little Ooh. selfie because I've got some, some fun, fun makeup because um, I'm, I'm, I'm half alien. Oh, and, uh, awesome. But it's cool. It's not. It's it's um, it's very still relationship based and emotionally mm-hmm. based, uh, which mm-hmm. uh, it, it's cool. It's a very it's a very smart look at uh, at, a, at a clash of cultures, and uh, it's it's neat. Oh. Yeah, yeah it sounds cool. cool. And yeah. other than that, I don't know what's next because we're all like I said, we don't we don't know we're all under contract technically, mm-hmm. and we won't know for another few weeks if the show's renewed, and then we won't know for another month or more if. Our individual contracts are renewed, so oh, gosh, we're a little yeah. bit in limbo it's at the moment. I, I might yeah. be going back to Devious Maids. I might Aww. not. I don't know. That's tweet, tweet, you guys. I know. <laughs> tweet campaign. Save yes. Nick. No, <laughs> no. Um, so I read somewhere that you were a fight director. Mm-hmm. What kind of fighting, or what kind of? Uh, well, a, a British director once said that I specialize in good old American thuggery. Oh. Um, so, that, so like yeah. throw down fighting in the <laughs> yeah well, fight club. I just, I, I'm certified in in yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, in European weaponry, so swords, uh, uh, quarterstaff, broadsword, you know, all, mm-hmm. all those sort of classical Shakespearean weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, yeah, fists. And But I choreographed one. He said that because he asked me to choreograph a baseball bat fight for him. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. This for Broadway, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and <clears throat> I, I'd never choreographed a baseball bat fight. So, I, you know, I, I sort of invented a style for it, which was really fun. I, I basically took quarterstaff and broadsword and sort of combined those two techniques. And it was it was really fun. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 it's been a really fun side job to have. That's going to be fun. Yeah. And it serves me well, like even like, like scenes like, you know, when Adrian slashed me or when, you know, in the stunt sequence, you know, it's because I'm sort of already in that world. It, it, it creates a shorthand with the stunt coordinator and, you know, it's, it's a useful skill. Great. When you were talking, you just right, said right now it, uh, you felt bad calling him a kid because you're you're older. But I've been seeing a lot of stuff about everyone's just about how how you're in your forties and you just have an amazing, you know, body because you could take off your shirt. And but I also read that you're a foodie. Yeah. So how how do those so two how things, do, things, yeah, yeah, how does that work? Um, <laughs> Can you give me tips, please? I, I yo-yo. I, <laughs> because see, now that we're in the off season, I'm going to get really, really fat. Oh, no, like, no, I'm just going to. Uh, um, no, you know what? I, I used to do more of that when I was younger. That, that going back to the age thing. When I was younger, I could do like I could pig out, and then you just shred pretty easily. It's not easy anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, no, I. I you know, I, I guess when yeah, when when it's on when I'm on season, I'm a little more disciplined. Um, probably watch what I eat a little more carefully. Uh, I'm sure I do put on a few pounds uh, in the off season. When my wife gets pregnant, I, I like to I like to be sympathy fat. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, I love it. Sympathy it's great. fat. That's an awesome term. Whenever I get married, I'm telling my husband, "You need to get sympathy fat with me." It's, and, and he should go along with it because exactly. it's actually really fun. Because you're literally you like, to eat I don't care if I'm an actor. I'm eating my pizza. You know? <laughs> That's great. Oh what's so? What's your favorite food or favorite restaurant here in LA? Um, well, here in LA, you know, I, I'm so. Here, that it's another funny thing is that I'm I'm completely out of the scene here because of my young kids. We just we I mean we literally go to our, like our local Mexican restaurant or you know like the places mm-hmm. that are fun for the kids. Um, 
but in Atlanta, because I was because I didn't have the kids with right. me, we really got to take advantage of the scene there. For a while and now. Yeah. <laughs> no, and there's stupid yeah. drunk but, stuff in yeah, your face. Exactly, right? <laughs> oh sorry, honey. Uh, uh, no, but it, we you know, we, but but it's a great restaurant scene there and so we That's got to go out a lot and I could certainly like list off some of the great restaurants there. But here I'm so I'm so out of the loop, I'm so unhip. Um, I, mean, there, I will tell you there are a couple restaurants in, because we live in the South Bay. Uh, Manhattan Beach has some great, great restaurants that we that we love. Uh, um, uh, Abigail's and and uh, MB Post and I don't know if you guys ever get down that I'm way. But taking mental notes. Yeah, yeah. Some really good fishing yeah. with dynamite is a great one. Um, I'm hungry right now, guys. <laughs> That's why I had to ask about and food. And we had yeah, Trisha yeah. in the studio, and she wanted to, us to have wine. Yeah. So maybe next time we'll have food. For you, since Wonderful. <laughs> I'm also a wino, so we'll it'll be great. Perfect. <laughs> it seems to be everyone's thing. I'm okay with this. Yeah, yeah. It's, good. it's a good, it's a good, it's a good thing. Wine's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So, when you were a teacher, what made you transition to be like, or what part of your life? Where were you at in life when you're like, I think I want to try acting? Um, well, it wasn't, it wasn't try it because I, I was, I was acting my whole life. Like I was, you know, I was in school mm-hmm. plays, and it was always something I loved and. Um, I was a musician and, and, and I always knew I'd do something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but acting didn't feel like a real job to me. That's, it just, I was just, it was just sort of like, yeah, it's a fun thing to do, but come on, Mm -hmm. you can't respect, you know what I mean? Like I really was like, I have to have a real job. Um, so I was actually in grad school. I had tried a bunch of different things. Um, and I was in grad school for English lit. Uh, and, uh, but I was also doing a play on the side for fun. And it was just, I, I just had this, um, this moment, I, I had a full day in rehearsal where I just felt like I belonged to the universe. It just felt right, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I came home and okay, I'm going to sit down and work on my dissertation a little. And I just sat there and I didn't type anything. <laughs> and I sat there for like half an hour. And then I, it just hit me that that as much as I liked academia and was pretty good at it, mm-hmm. I loved like I really mm-hmm. the acting was what really juiced me. So I called the head of my department and I said, Steve, I'm dropping out. And oh, wow. he was amazing about it. And he, he said, you know, I knew that because, you know, we saw you in that Shaw play a couple months ago. And I turned to one of the other professors and I said, we're going to lose him. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. So he was great. And he said, so do you want to keep your job for a little while longer until you <laughs> figure out what your next move is? So I did. So I stayed on there and, and, and continued teaching for a few more months until I figured out my next move. And then, and then I moved to Seattle after that. And, uh, oh, wow. And join the the, th- the theater community and the, the grunge rock scene. Yeah, not, the grunge rock scene. Right. I was going to say, I, I read that you used to play guitar. So oh, I still play, you still yeah, play yeah. guitar. Oh, is yeah, my yeah, question yeah. to you. That Wait. was one of the attractions of Seattle, and and because okay. that was again because I'm old, so that was it was this was back when <laughs> no, but I, say, I, I I love I, I say that embracing it. Um, but no, but I was I was in Seattle back you know back when Starbucks was was the oh. local coffee shop and yes. and Pearl Jam and Nirvana, Nirvana and Soundgarden <laughs> and Alice and Chase. Those guys they were you could see them in bars like they weren't That's you know. So awesome. Everything hadn't wow. exploded yet. I'm so jealous that I wasn't like old enough at that time yeah. period because I was I was so like into grunge music and Nirvana. I was obsessed with Nirvana. Ugh. So I'm like very jealous of you. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> it was it was a great time to be there. Very exciting. Very, very so exciting you, time to be there. Um playing in bands locally or uh when I when I went to Seattle I wasn't. I, I my last band that I had I mean I still play, but my last band I had was in college. And I, I realized Weirdly enough, I was like, the music business is too crazy and weird and hard, and I don't think I want to pursue that path. And then here I am in, in show business. But, right. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I didn't have any bands after that. I just didn't want to commit to something that I wasn't really going to pursue. Yeah. But um, but I still love the music scene. So I, you yeah, know, I was just I was just into it. So who's your favorite artist or one of your favorite bands right now? Right now, um, I, I love the National. 
Um, I'm really digging those guys. And, uh, and, uh, you know, it's it, actually down in Atlanta, they had the Shake and Ease Festival while we were there. Mm. And they had all these great bands of, of that ilk. They, uh, the replacements were there and, nice. uh, the Violent Femmes and, and, you know, some of those, some of those great old, Bands, uh, alt bands, in indie yeah. college bands. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, I, I, I love that kind of stuff. That's great. Yeah. Do cool. you, since you have two smaller kids, do you listen to a lot of Disney music? Oh yeah. What's the Frozen oh. or whatever? I, 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 I can sing "Let It Go" right now. And, Please, and, let's and, hear it. No, and, you know, and you know why I won't? The, the only reason I won't is because it's it's my daughter's song, and I'm not gonna like I don't take that from her. her. No. But but also because if I start singing right now, I I might tear up, and then I'd be really embarrassed. Oh my gosh! And here's why. No, but here's why I tear up because because it, it's it's this it's this anthem of empowerment for a young woman and. Like, there's nothing I want more for her than that. Aww. So I literally, like, like I mean, I've seen the movie. We've seen the movie yeah, so many times. A like, million. Everyone God. I know that has kids has seen this movie, like, a million times. And the, the, the songs, like, that's all they hear. All it's they hear. crazy. Well, and, and you know, because uh, ABC and Lifetime are, uh, are Disney affiliates. Yeah. Well, Lifetime. But, you know, so... Um, so uh, I've, I've gotten to know some Disney employees, and we get to go to Disney sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, and they've said, we don't understand the phenomenon. Like, we, we saw it. We, we all knew it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. We thought, uh, maybe it would be a hit like Tangled was or, you know, one of those. But nobody at Disney foresaw that it was going to be this juggernaut that it's become. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Every worked, little girl. Every. Everyone. Oh, my God. It's, it's insane. I work at a restaurant where they have live music, and every set they always sing Let It Go. <laughs> It's a I song. swear. It, it's crazy. Did, how did John Travolta pronounce her name? Remember at the, at, oh, at the Oscars? Oh, he butchered yeah, it. What was it? It was so brilliant. Oh, I, I, know, I, I wish I could remember now. They had a thing on Facebook where you could type your name in. Right, it, get your it, John Travolta yeah. name? Yeah. <laughs> <very funny. laughs> butchered that. Yeah. But um, I saw, I get like uh, updates for Yahoo News in my email and I saw two dads made their own like music video of let it go because their daughter yeah their daughter so they changed like the lyrics to it and it's music videos like driving them in the car yeah the oh, i saw i saw yeah. one of those yeah they're great they're great so we're waiting for yours yeah <laughs> uh, honestly I, I, I i'm i'm that geeky that i would uh, but honestly it's like it's like her thing she yeah. you know she's she's in all these summer camps now Aww. and she just finished frozen camp oh where they, my gosh and at the end they 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 performed all the so- all the little girls got up and performed <laughs> the songs Karaoke. Well, that was that was Thank swift, you. guys. Thanks, Steven. Well played. On top of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you guys, we always do predictions on the show. Obviously, what what should we predict for next season? I think we should do predictions for next season. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. We're just going to put you on the spot, yeah. right? No, no, no. You, really, cause I, I, I don't have one on the tip of my tongue, so I'd like to hear yours first. I think first. Marisol, she's going to forgive Nick. I think she's going to essentially, you know, everything happened this season, and, you know, he confessed. She found all this stuff. But I think next season maybe it's going to be why she actually fell in love with him. Mm-hmm. I could see some scenes with the two that. of them. More flashbacks. Prison scenes. I, I love the yeah. idea of that. Prison scenes. Bless but, you, Candace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. Well, uh, the Powells, I think that obviously them knowing this now is going to bring them closer together. I hope that it, they still keep their dynamic in their relationship, like you said. Um, and I think I think Mirsal's going to forgive Nick, too. I think I see some scenes with them, like he's in prison and 
she's in love with him still and you know uh, she had in the first season so many prison scenes with her son so sure. the, I so mean the set already exists <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so, she's the sound stage is yeah. collecting dust no um, so yeah that's I think yeah I you think know what would also be fun to see is Nick and Ethan Ethan comes back and you kind of guide him because he's kind of messing up in life and you can kind of like help him out yeah, and in not my orange jumpsuit I say yeah. son Wait. let me tell you how to live your life he's gonna be in prison too you can oh. you can be self <laughs> So the two of you. Some more start writers. There you go. <laughs> we got you covered. This is getting weird now. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe it'll be like Mr. Spence. His rehab was so fast. Your stint oh, yeah. in jail His will be real fast. Hours. Well, you saw how fast I healed. I, mean, I, mean, I literally was like in the hospital with tubes. And the next episode, I was like, hi, I'm tan and I have a scratch. Yeah. <laughs> and a cane. And some pain meds. <laughs> right. um, no, but Nick can afford some great attorneys. So, you know, you might be okay. You know that's that, but that's an interesting thing because I, I agree. I, th- mm-hmm. I think it, it, in the real world, Nick is so filthy rich. I mean, he's three times as wealthy as the Powells. Yeah, um, he probably could get himself off, yeah. uh, or a lighter sentence or something. But then, is he truly redeemed? You know what I mean? Like, it, like I think he. It's it's an interesting balance because I think he has to, he has to pay some sort of price for what he did. If he mm-hmm. if he doesn't, then he then then it's harder to forgive him. Exactly. I think. True. That's something that never go. I mean, that's something that's going to eat away at someone forever. So I mean, right? I mean, he will live with the guilt of that forever. That's for sure. So, but um, with with Zoila and Javier and Pablo, whose baby do you think it is? That's a good one. Um, I I suspect um, I suspect it's Javier's. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what um, we were kind of thinking too. Yeah, because I yeah, I mean, it, it could be either. Way. But she, you know, I get the feeling she and Pablo hadn't had sex for a while, mm-hmm. and then yes, they had that encounter. But she's not pregnant already from that. Mm-mm. So you know, but I, I think it's I think it's Javier, and it'd be good to see him come back. I, I, I like Ivan. We we actually worked together years ago uh, uh, on a really cool project. Uh, he's a good guy and a uh, really good actor. So I, I'd like to see him come back. Yeah, yeah we were I saying think... we were so happy that Zoila found him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we were really. Rooting for oh him. yeah, no. He's. I mean, he's, he, you know. I mean, of course. Now he's such a good guy. He's got to have a dark secret. Uh, I know. He's uh, too nice. Yeah, it's Come a little on. too nice for a show called Devious Maids. Yeah. Come on. What's he's, his he's got to dirty up a little. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't use like kosher food when he cooks. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that is a crime. Horrible. I know. Right. Oh, he doesn't wash his hands. See, and that that's more unforgivable than running over a kid and driving away. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, but um. Thank you so much for yeah, coming in. Thank you, guys. Um, what a pleasure. Can you tell everyone where they can find you? Uh, I'm sorry? Where they can find you? Oh, they can, uh, uh, on Twitter, at, at Mark Declan. And, uh, you don't yeah. have Instagram, huh? I, do, I don't. I, I, you know, Twitter's enough social media for me. And then, I <laughs> But I'm there. You're there. Yeah. And Perfect. So you can find me, Twitter, Instagram, XOXOCESCA. You can find me on Insta and Twitter, Candy Buen. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Layla Sadney. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Great season. Such a great season. I'm so sad. But we'll we'll see see you next season. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) Thanks, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.